0: Burn the land and boil the seas, but you can't take the skies from me. That's because tonight, we're talking Serenity. Hello everyone, this is Al from Point of Insanity Game Studio. And as I said in my introduction, I'll be talking about Firefly and Serenity today. And joining me is a special guest. Uh, What was your name again? Oh, let me check here. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Large! No, 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 that's probably your t-shirt size, yet, doofus. Hold on, uh, uh, Hooters? Hooter? Oh, you're wearing a Hooters t-shirt. Steve, uh. how's it going? Oh, yeah! Steve? How's it going today, Steve? Doing good. That's good. So, uh, before we begin with today's episode, a couple of things. First, I apologize if there is this kind of humming or low-pitched uh, buzzing sound in the background. Steve and I have tried several times to record this episode already tonight, and I've been experimenting with some settings. And when I was listening to some playback, I kept hearing this buzzing sound or this low pitched hum. I'm going to do what I can to edit it out in post production, so hopefully we'll be able to get that to go away or at least not be noticeable. My other announcement we are recording this on May 17th, 2015. And by the time this episode is put up on the Podbean website, I will be offering a charity bundle on my store on Drive RPG, And this bundle will be donated to the Wounded Warrior Project. Now, Wounded Warrior Project is a charity that helps U.S. Uh, soldiers who were injured in the line of duty. So all profits from the sale of this bundle will be donated to that organization. So go to Drive Through Stuff or Drive Through RPG, look up Point of Insanity Game Studio, and you can find the Wounded Warrior Project bundle. That bundle will be offered until the end of May. But on to, the, to today's topic, that is Firefly and Serenity, the movie that was based on the TV series. or rather was kind of I believe it was made to kind of wrap up the series, and we're going to get into that later. But let's start with how we got introduced to the Firefly TV series. And, Steve, this is something you're going to have to actually start with because you're the one that introduced me to Firefly.
1: Yeah. Well, what I can say is how I got introduced to the series was actually when the movie Serenity was coming out. And, you know, seeing all these commercials for it, I decided to hop online and see what it was about out and realizing it was actually based off a TV series. So when I went to go with a friend of mine to the movie theater and I was telling them that the Serenity movie was based off a TV series. The funny part about that was, is there was this one woman behind us that
0: overheard us and she's like, what it's based off a TV series. (laughs) So yeah, that's weird sometimes when you find out that a movie is actually based on something else that you didn't suspect. And unfortunately, Firefly was canceled before its first season, and it was plagued by a few other problems as well. Uh, I'm going to guess that a lot of my audience or people listening to this probably are aware of one of the biggest problems, and that was the episodes were aired out of order, so there were some continuity issues. Now when you started watching the TV series Steve, did you find that the the fact that it was aired out of order did that interfere with your enjoyment of the series?
1: Well, not really because how I started watching the TV series was
0: when the uh box set of Firefly came out. Okay, so yeah, you you didn't you never actually had a chance to see it uh when it was first broadcast. You like me, you saw it first on the on DVD. DVD, yeah, yeah, because I remember you actually sent me a very thoughtful Christmas present one year, and that was the the box set and the movie. On the uh, box set, they actually had the you know the correct order on how you should were supposed to watch those. Like, I don't remember the exact air date, but I remember it wasn't the big one. The first episode they aired was or like the, the what was supposed to be the first episode where you got somewhere in the backgrounds of the characters was actually like the third or fourth episode aired.
1: Yeah, something like that. I would have to uh, break out my box set and look at the, uh, you know, the guy that tells you what order it's in. But yeah, yeah I, I know the uh, episode you're talking about is it started out with, you know, Mal being shot and bleeding out. And it just basically had flashback on how everything came to be, how everyone got together.
0: Oh, the out of gas—that's the episode you're talking about. They aired. You think they aired that? I thought they aired the train job first, or was train job supposed to be the um, the, the episode that was supposed to be aired first? Or was that the uh, one? That's- good. Uh,
1: I wouldn't know because, like I said, I watched it via the DVDs. So I watched on how the DVDs set it up in order.
0: Well, there is a way we can settle this. Uh, we're we're going to have to have you wait for just a moment while I... My uh, DVDs are about eh, 10 feet away from me, so I can go get it up. Just a moment, please. Okay, and I am back. So uh just had to grab my DVD, uh, the, the, the set here, four discs. So, okay, it looks like... Oh,
1: I think the very first episode was probably the pilot one.
0: Yeah, that was supposed to be okay. Yeah, because on the back of the first DVD here, it says that uh, Serenity Part 1 and 2 was was aired on December 20th, 2002. However, before that, we had The Train Job, which was aired on uh, September 20th, 2002. And then we had Bushwhacked, which was aired on september 27th 2002 um then we had shingding which was aired uh wait no i skipped a few episodes uh, our miss reynolds which was october 4th Jamestown, which was october 18th holy cow did they air these out of order um Let's see. Well, they also
1: taking consideration the ones that they didn't even air. Yeah, there are
0: three episodes, two three episodes. I think they didn't air. Um, three of them. Let's see. Then after Janestown, then they did Out of Gas. That's one we were just talking about. Uh, then let's see the after Out of Gas came. Let's see, that was on uh, October twenty fifth. Then after that, then we had. Uh on the on uh November first and then safe on November eighth and I know those are continuity heavy episodes one of those had to happen before the other uh so at least they got that right uh then we had Ariel and then war stories, so yeah they Okay, this is definitely a what were they thinking? Yeah, what was supposed to be the first episode was actually aired at the end of the season, if you could call it a season, considering that it only you know was on for a couple months. But yeah, what the what the heck? What were they thinking? So unfortunately, that I could see how that caused some confusion among people that you know it's like okay, what's going on? How come we don't really know much about these characters and. Um yeah, that just uh, So we've essentially got Serenity, which is uh Cowboys in Space, I guess would be a fair way to say it. <laughs> and let's talk a little bit about each of the characters. Now well first, why did you like this series so much? Because I know you were you really enjoyed it and it was one that um I know you were before I saw it, you were telling me how it was an awesome series. What was some of the things that you liked about Firefly?
1: Considering it's been, you know, a while, but I can say that when I first saw it, it was, you know, had the sci-fi feeling, then it had, you know, a little Wild West feeling. It's just a little bit of things that, you know, stacked together that made it enjoyable.
0: Yeah, and it's a good example of what some people call hard sci-fi because there's two types of science fiction well there's more but most science fiction can be divided into two different types hard science fiction and soft science fiction hard science fiction is going to focus primarily on the science and the technology and also with hard science fiction usually you the science is a bit more realistic you're not going to have technological doohickeys that solve everything. Like, you know, with Star Trek, of course, they had the teleporters and, uh, you know, stuff like that. Whereas soft science fiction tends to focus a bit more on the social issues or social aspects. Also in soft science fiction, you tend to have those amazing devices that can do just about anything. Sometimes it's almost just for plot convenience. And Serenity, I think, kind of hit that good balance between the hard and soft. Uh, Yeah, it was in space, but they didn't have light speed and uh, warp drive. And also one of the other things I liked about it, the characters, but it was also a good balance of action and humor. Because there were some episodes where, yeah, it was pretty funny. And I personally didn't feel like the humor was forced. Some of the stuff was kind of like, okay, it was funny in the context it was taken. So, let's talk a little bit about the character, starting with the captain, Mal. Your thoughts on Mal. Malcolm Reynolds. So, what are your thoughts on Malcolm Reynolds?
1: Well, after, you know, you watch the series and you get his background, you realize he's one of those uh, post-war Type of people that, you know, it's like, okay, war's over. Ain't nothing for me to do. I might as well just go about my business, just doing my
0: due. So, yeah, and he, I mean, I liked Mal. I know he, in some regards, he was a bit of a, he was kind of like Han Solo in a way, but I think with a bit more morals. Especially when you consider Han Solo at the start of the you know the, the original trilogy, where he's basically this amoral smuggler. But you know, I, I did I like the fact that yeah, he's this rough and tumble guy, but he, he very loyal to his crew and the people who serve him. So then after Captain Mal, we've got First Mate Zoe, and she's uh,
1: one of the ones that you know was his first uh, officer went during the war and when the war ended she decided to stay with him.
0: Yeah, and one of the things I did like I okay, my the name of the actress okay, what's the name of the person Gina Torres? Yeah, I think I'd, I'd have to uh grab my DVD pack. Yeah, I remember that. that. I know her first name is is Gina But, oh, yeah, of course, Nathan Fillion, pretty much anything Nathan Fillion is in is going to be awesome. Uh, I loved his job portraying Mal. And I really liked how uh, Gina portrayed Zoe. She really brought a sense of strength and grace to that role. Then there was Jane. Um, I don't know. I really didn't like Jane. What about you? Well, he had his moments. I like uh
1: they uh portrayed him as he, he was a mercenary so his loyalties was only to money
0: yep whoever could pay him the most and yeah maybe that's why I didn't like Jane I've known my share of backstabbing sons of guns in my life so uh, uh, the fact that Jane was the kind of person that would betray you if you offered him enough money I guess that's one of the things that kind of really made that character unappealing to me. Now again, I, I like uh Alex Baldwin no Adam Baldwin, I'm sorry. You know, I like Adam Baldwin, I think he's a good actor, and I did his enjoy I, I liked how he portrayed Jane, but I just personally wasn't much into the character myself.
1: Yeah, I know. I remember during one of the interviews when uh he was explaining about his character and when it came Near the time they were finding out that hey, <laughs> they they may be getting rid of his uh, character, he's like, oh, I gotta find means to make my character more likable. <laughs> so so thus that one episode where uh, you find out he has his mother, mm-hmm. and his mother sends him that hat.
0: I did like James Gunn Vera, and I I, I don't know I, I thought it was kind of funny that one episode where he offered to trade Vera for. Uh, what was she going at the time? Um, not Yolanda saffron because yeah, I know <laughs> she had like uh, she had like three nicknames. Or she had three aliases during the show. I, I yeah, like Yolanda Safran and Yolanda, yeah, or, or Yo Safbridge, as uh, I believe Mal called her. Um, so, yeah, the, he, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't know, Jane, yeah, he was the badass, but I, I just couldn't, I couldn't get into the character. But one character I could certainly get into, Wash. Because let's face it, I mean, yeah, he wasn't exactly a badass. He was a smartass. And that's one of the things I think I liked about him is he brought, um, he brought he some... He brought youthful uh, comedy into it. Yes, he brought much needed comedy to the crew because you know, you had Mal who could have his moments. Um, you know, Jane, who wasn't funny at all. He was just kind of this the grim mercenary guy who would do whatever for money. Um, you know, Zoe, who could be funny, could you know, be a really serious character, but yeah, Washi really brought a good uh the lightheartedness to the crew. Um and it was a shame. I hated to see him die in uh, the Serenity movie. Uh, spoiler alert. Do you think it's necessary to have a spoiler alert for a movie that's... Uh... <laughs> well, it depends.
1: We should probably do it because there will probably be the 1% of people that don't know the series and just want to check it out.
0: Yeah, so sorry about that. Uh, Wash Um So next... Uh, We've got Simon. Your impressions on Simon?
1: Well, other than he's the overprotective big brother type of deal. You know, he he was basically the one that, you know, I'm only here to protect my sister.
0: Yeah, and Simon was okay as a character. Uh, He did have kind of that naive aspect but to him because you know he grew up on you know because he grew up he had this sheltered existence he came from a wealthy family and if he decided to stay in the core worlds to become you know to practice his medicine he could have became you know a really wealthy doctor but unfortunately you know of course circumstances forced him elsewhere. And I said he was an okay character but um I liked him better than I liked Jane. So you mentioned, of course, this brings us to his sister, River. Let's talk about River Tam. I mean, mean, Summer Glau did an awesome job portraying her. Um, She, I mean, I'm not too familiar with Summer Glau's other works. I've seen her a little bit in Sarah Jane Chronicles, Terminator. Uh, And I mean, I know she's done some other stuff too. But one of the things I like about Summer Glau as an actress and especially her role portraying River is I thought she did a really good job portraying the different facets of River's character. Uh, She could display that childlike innocence. Uh, She could display that. uh, That's not necessarily innocence, but that sense of wonderment that children sometimes have or fear when they're in new situations. But, you know, as we saw in you know, some of the movies, she, yeah, she could take on that deadly, serious uh, character that uh, that River did have. And I don't think any, I don't think just any actress could pull that off. So personally, I really like how Summer Glau handled uh, that particular role. So what are your thoughts on River?
1: Well, my thoughts on her is, you know, she's like one of the ones that brings the mystery Into the series. She's got that little. Unknown factor.
0: That why is the. uh, Alliance always after her. And the fact that if she doesn't like. The color of your shirt. She'll cut your shirt. just She'll cut you with a knife. Just because she thinks that red looks better on you. (laughs) Or as. um, In in the Serenity role playing game. um, Mal was talking about. Uh, about River, and he's like, well, we might all end up waking up murdered in our bunks one day, so she definitely keeps uh, keeps our lives interesting. Let's talk about Inara, the prostitute, or I mean, poor, com- or I mean companion. <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. So what did you think of Inara?
1: Well, she was the one that, you know, had the more serious and where it's like where everyone's like oh we're going to do that that." she's like the uh, devil's advocate type deal where it comes hey there's other
0: ways to doing things here yeah um i don't know i'm sure there's people that are going to disagree with me i i like her more than i liked jane but I mean there's only a as I recall there's only really a couple episodes where she really played a very a really important part of the plot. Um I know she of course was one of the driving factors for Shingding uh for that episode and then um also the the train job she was pretty important there and then in one of the unaired episodes but and, and again it's been a while since I've seen the series but I don't really remember her playing too much too major of a role in the series.
1: Uh she was like one of those support characters.
0: Yeah, and I guess I I like the actress who played her, but personally, like I said, she didn't she didn't really do it for me. Definitely a lot more likable than Jane. It's just sometimes she just kind of seemed she was there to Well, I guess there was so it's implied that there's some unre- there's some tension between her and Male where there's attraction between the two of them, but neither, but neither one really wants to admit it with, I think it's male because he likes to see himself as this big, tough loner who doesn't have time for love. But... Plus, he
1: sees Inara's uh, job as companion, as, you know, being a whore. You know, that to him, probably it means, you know, she's not really serious about any relationships.
0: Yeah, and I think that he, with Nara she saw her role with the crew more or less, it was more of a business as opposed to a personal relationship because she needed the, you know, she needed the shuttle and she needed to be taken from planet to planet so she could ply her trade. Next, Kaylee. She was a likable character and one of the things I think I liked about her, you know, as you mentioned, she had kind of that childlike innocence and kind of like, simon she was sort of naive i think she was a bit more street smart than simon would have been but like wash she also was a a comic relief character um because again she obviously she wasn't a fighter uh, because you might remember in uh, what was the name of the episode where they war stories where they had to save mel you know once the bullets started flying she was scared Uh, And couldn't really do anything. But yeah, I mean, and I also kind of liked how she did have that tomboy aspect to her personality. Because as you mentioned, yeah, she was this genius mechanic. And as a result, yeah, there were, you know, she was this genius mechanic. And, you know, not a role that you usually see women in in science fiction movies.
1: Yeah, but the one thing about Kaylee is... You you see it in some episodes, but I know definitely in the uh, movie, you know, she really has a horny side. She, like, talked a lot about wanting sex and stuff.
0: Yeah, she.
1: In the uh, Out of Gas episode, how Mal First Caesar is is his current mechanic is basically.
0: (laughs) They're uh, enjoying. I think they. They put it in the Serenity role-playing game book that they were enjoying each other's naked company and Kaylee looked like she could be someone's babysitter. Um, so yeah, she did have a little bit of a sexual aspect to her. And of course she was kind of hitting on, on on Simon. And I will say this is one thing I can kind of relate to Simon with is, you know, Simon really didn't, he he didn't really know how to react to women very well and sometimes I wonder if it's just because it's, impl- it's because he's so concerned about protecting his sister or if, you know, before the show, if his character just never really would have had a chance to, you know, in, to go on dates or have, you know, romantic relationship with, with women. Because, um, yeah, he said stuff that obviously would have gotten him slapped in the face if I said that stuff to my wife. <laughs> yep. And finally... Shepherd Book, I'd have to say he's one of my favorite characters, um just because he's kind of like River, where he's got that mysterious aspect to him because we don't really know too much about his past. Now, I understand they did um we're going to talk about this later. Didn't they release a comic book that where they did go in a little more into Sh- Shepherd Book's past?
1: Yeah, they basically explained his history,
0: yeah, and I really like. Ron Glass, I think, was the name of the the person who portrayed him.
1: Like I said, I would have to grab uh, my DVD case and look.
0: But yeah, I, I said I love the way that Ron Glass portrayed him, because uh, he he did have that physical presence, but he also had that wise, um, you know, that wise yeah, that wise, caring and pathetic side that he would have as a as a preacher. And, of course, as we've seen in several of the episodes, if necessary, he could kick your ass into next week if he wanted to. Yeah, because I, I, uh, I have to say one of my favorite parts is when they were about to, again, this was in the episode um, War Stories, when they had to save Mal from uh, that, that criminal Mishka. Is it Miska or Mishka? Uh, I think it's more M- Miska. Miska, M- yes. Yeah, they're saying, well, you know, they're saying, okay, how are you, Shepard? Why are you going to go, Um, you know, what, You know, how do you feel about killing these people? And, of course, this famous line, uh, well, the Bible's pretty specific what it has to say about killing, but it's a might bit fuzzier on the subject of shooting out kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a treasure of a character, and I'd have to say he was probably, if if I had to choose a favorite character, it would be a close between, um between Book and Zoe. What about you? If you had to choose a uh, favorite character, who would you say is your favorite Serenity Firefly character?
1: Oh, my toss-up would probably be Kaylee or River. Okay. Because for Kaylee, you know, like I said, she's got that na- naivety about uh, some things, but then there's other things where it's like, you know, she's got the street smarts.
0: She just... Plays it whenever she needs it. Now, we're talking about River, though, one of the complaints that I've heard people have about River... Now, you're probably familiar with the term Mary Sue uh, character, right?
1: Yeah, it's basically more like in for writing fan fiction type stuff.
0: Yeah, and uh, just a little history for anyone who might not be aware of the term or know what it means. A Mary Sue character, it has its roots in Star Trek fan fiction. There was uh way back when when I don't remember the date, but when people started sharing their Star Trek fan fiction stories, there was someone who made a character, uh, Ensign Mary Sue and whatever her last name was. Uh this was the character that the, you know, the male leads were all romantically attracted to and uh her character could basically do no wrong I and mean, everyone loved their character and you know, also usually a Mary Sue character is good at everything. You know, they're an expert in martial arts. They're uh, computer experts. They're, you know, their their scientific brilliance is so great that Stephen Hawking asks you to proofread his uh, or check his, you know, his theories of science and relativity. And, you know, so that's kind of a Mary Sue character or the male equivalent Gary Stu This character that just can really do no wrong doesn't really have any faults and is so perfect, you just want to hate the character. So, you think do you think Sue uh, River fits the bill for being a Mary Sue character?
1: Well, with your description there, I can't see it because you know, she's got a lot of the problems where it's like, you know, at least in the series, you know, she'd be having episodes, she'd be seeing one thing and everyone else would be seeing, seeing her doing something else. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause, and that's one thing where she's kind of a Mary Sue and that she's really good at everything. But unlike the traditional definition of a Mary Sue character, at least to my knowledge, she isn't all perfect. She does have serious mental issues and, you know, and that does make her do things that cause problems with the other crew members. So in some regards, she's kind of a Mary Sue. In other regards, she isn't. Well, unfortunately, Firefly did get canceled. But do you think it's almost a good idea that it got canceled when it did?
1: Well, that's hard to say because, you know, if uh, it was, you know, when it first came out, you know, it didn't even make it to the end of the season before uh, Fox decided to go,
0: yeah, we don't like it. Cancel the series. For me, it's, I've kind of mixed feelings. In a way, maybe it's good that it didn't end up going on too long because one of the, one of the things I hear people complain about with TV series when they go on for too many seasons is the seasons, the series starts to get stale. And, and I can certainly see that. Sometimes it is hard to keep fresh ideas in a series after so much amount of time. Good example is the Simpsons. I know people who yeah, they love the first few seasons of The Simpsons, but lately it's like, okay, the Simpsons just aren't funny anymore.
1: And yeah, I know, considering now, because I saw it on a news report that yeah they got approved for seasons twenty-seven and twenty-eight.
0: I'm like, yeah, that that's too long for a show to be on. Yeah, so I don't know. So in that regards, I'm it's maybe I'm I'm kind of glad that they didn't extend Firefly out too long. But I I think it would have been nice for them to at least have gotten the full season and maybe gone on to a second season just to kind of tie things up.
1: Yeah, because I think that's what they did with the movie Serenity was to try and tie up them loose ends.
0: So. Let's go on to Serenity and talk a little bit about that. Um, now, I don't... Do you remember, was it released, was it one or two years after Firefly ended?
1: Uh, I'd have to check. But I I think it was something
0: like that, yeah. You know, which, of course, it was supposed to wrap up some things. And I'm glad there there are some things I'm glad they did wrap up, like how they made River... You know, they they essentially cured River, which I'm glad that they did do that because it would have been sad thinking this, you know, this girl having to live her entire life with this, you know, this horrible mentor, mental illness that she has. So I'm glad that they did cure that. Yeah, unfortunately, well, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just looked it up
1: there. Yeah, Serenity actually came out about four or five years uh, oh. after uh, Firefly.
0: It was that long?
1: Yeah, the movie came out in 07. Oh, wow.
0: Well, better late than never, I guess, huh?
1: <laughs> well, you remember an interview with Josh Wheaton. You know, you said, yeah, when is this going to go from trying to resuscitate to necrophilia?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I remember you mentioned that. Yeah, it can only go so far before this becomes necrophilia. But, yeah, I mean... I'm, it did. It did get some closure to the series for me, but the main thing I didn't like is just how Mal and Wash died. Oh, I'm sorry, not Mal. Uh, Book. <laughs> I was about to say Mal. Yeah, he <laughs> was, was Washing Book. Yeah. Um, again, the thing that I felt less bad for Book because, okay, he settles down on a planet where he's a pre, you know, he tends to their needs, so. I could see his character being happy there. And he dies protecting them. Um, you know, he was manning an anti-aircraft gun when this village he was with was being attacked by the Reavers.
1: No, it not, well, not the Reavers. Reavers.
0: Not Reavers, you're right. The Alliance. And, you know, he goes down fighting. So, I think, I don't know. I, that was a fitting death for Shepard Book. How did Wash die? After
1: safely landing, somewhat, Serenity in a hangar bay, <laughs> Yep. a piece of ship crashes through the wind glass of the cockpit and spears him. Yep. After he says his favorite line, I am, I a, am leaf. a leaf of the wind.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I... <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like that death. I just felt it was kind of too, I don't know. He didn't deserve to die like that. Um, But other than that, I did like the operative. Uh, The operative was the major protagonist in that movie. I've seen people make Firefly alignment charts, and usually they actually picture the operative as being lawful neutral, which I could see because, again, he's a bad guy, but he's not necessarily an unlikable bad guy because he does have sense of honor and you know because he could have he could have had the crew of uh serenity killed at the end of the movie but he chose to have them spared um so i don't know i he was the kind of villain where if he wasn't for the fact he was trying to kill you he could be your friend Yep. if the series did continue what are some things you would have liked to have seen going on with firefly
1: You know, if they hadn't done the movie and staying with the thing, you know, you you would have liked to have found out Shepard's past, would have liked to have found out how Wash and Zoe got married, would have uh, liked how they would have figured out how to heal River, Yeah, or find out why the Alliance took River and, and was doing what they were doing to her.
0: Yeah, because another thing I would have liked to have seen if the series had continued, the blue hand guys. You know, because they make their appearance and, okay, they've got these blue hands, which are, you know, they're wearing some kind of glove and they've got this little device that basically turns your brain into mush. Though uh, in one of the comic series, it actually turns this guy's bone into mush. They didn't, I mean, I... I'm assuming they were supposed to have somehow been related to river and the academy that did what they did to her brain. But I would have liked to have seen, I mean, I don't, I would have liked to have seen their story arc been resolved more, or learn a little bit more about those characters. Let's see. And then of course, yeah, shepherd books backstory, but as I believe they did, they made that comic, um, a shepherd's well, they, tale.
1: Yep. They, they got that one. So you, you finally find out how, you know, the history of Shepherd Book, and yeah. not to give it fully away, but you find out how he became an Alliance officer, and you find out actually one of his
0: eyes is a spy camera. One of his eyes is robotic. Really? Wow, that's interesting. Didn't see that coming. Um, But he, he is actually a, a brown coat spy. Hmm. Cause I know that I, it's implied in the episode "Safe" that he does have, you know, that he ha- does have some sort of importance in the alliance because they take him to an alliance ship, you know, where, where he's been wounded, and Book just, you know, he weekly tells them, you know, the to look at the uh, identification card in his pocket, and as soon as the alliance officer sees that card, they're like. Get this man some medical attention.
1: Giveaway spoiler here for those that see the uh, the comic book *Shepherd's Tale*. You find out what he was in the Alliance. He was an interrogator.
0: Okay. You
1: know, he was one of the,
0: one of their best interrogators. Okay. And then when you said he was a brown coat spy, was he sent to to spy on the brown coats? No, it was the other way around. Oh, he was a brown coat. Yes. In fact,
1: book ain't even his real name. Hmm. It was actually the guy that he took took the identity of. Because at the very end of the comic book, you find out his true name. Okay.
0: Yeah, and speaking of which, this brings us to merchandising. You know, even though we only had a part of a season and a movie, there's been a fair amount of merchandising. As Mel Brooks character Yogurt from Spaceball said, that's what makes the money for the film. Merchandising. Now admit it, we would have loved to have seen of a, a, a replica of Vero, right? Or Firefly the Flamethrower. <laughs> so we didn't quite uh, we didn't quite get that, but you know, as we mentioned, we did get you know comic books, uh role playing games. Um now you have the Firefly one, correct?
1: I have the Firefly and the Serenity
0: role playing game. Yeah, because you got me the Serenity one as a Christmas gift. Um, yeah. So wasn't it like the the Firefly one? The Serenity one actually came first, and that one yeah. just focused on what the characters were like around the time of the movie. And then isn't it the Firefly is supposed to cover the the, the TV show?
1: Yeah, reading inside the uh, Firefly, they had a little you know Q and A part. And one of the questions was dealing with the timeframes of the Serenity RPG versus the Firefly RPG. And the answer said that the Serenity RPG, you know, was centered more around the movie timeframe and past. Okay. And the Firefly timeframe was during the, you know, Firefly and before, you know, basically right before the movie started and before.
0: Yeah, and, uh, of course, they did release the, the board game, which we've talked about before, where, okay, because there was the main board game, and then there was the Blue Sun expansion. Uh, Actually, the Blue Sun is the last expansion. Yep, and they had the Artful Dodger one. They had uh Pirates and uh, the Pirates Bounty and Hunter. Bounty Hunters. Because, yeah, we, we've played it once, and I thought it was a really fun board game. Um, yeah. Essentially, the object is you have to form, you, you get your ship, and you you create your crew, and then what you do is uh, you take. All, there's different missions you can take. There's legal missions, which are safer, but they don't pay as well. There's illegal missions, and then what's the last one? Immoral or well, it, it's more along the line of, immor-
1: there's only two. You know, you got the illegal job, and you got the legal jobs. Now, okay. both of them have where it's like non-moral,
0: or, you know, immoral, or moral. Okay. Because, yeah, I know that that's one of the things they have where each, uh, where, where some characters on their, their card, it says moral. Like, for example, Mal, Zoe, Wash. Um Kaylee. yeah, Kaylee. They're moral characters. And the way that works is if you do an immoral mission with a moral character in your party, then that character gets disgruntled. And if it happens again, then they leave your crew. Um so I mean it took a little while getting used to, but all in all I enjoyed the game. I thought it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: And I know they've had some bobbleheads they've released for it. And I think they've actually released a couple of action figures. I I did see one of Wash, where it comes in the retro style blister packs. Kind of like, remember the old Star Wars action figures we used to get as kids? Yep. Yeah, the only thing, I'm surprised they haven't released a video game yet. Uh, Because that would be, I I think that would be interesting if they did make one that did kind of follow the events of the of the series and then led into the events of the movie. But I don't know. Maybe there's just not a a video game studio out there that I don't know if they just didn't want to buy the rights or that they don't have the money to buy the rights or just no one thought of it yet. So
1: yeah. Or no one could come up with a good theme or, you know, a good story plot for the game.
0: I don't know. I think it could be done. Or another thing that might be interesting is they could always someone could always do what they did for on um, the old Republic where they make an MMO. Because didn't they they, didn't they make a browser based MMO for uh, Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. So yeah, I mean it could be done. I, I I think that would be kind of interesting. I I think it would focus more on okay, you're the captain of the crew, and then maybe you of course you have to recruit your crew, and then maybe do party based combat, but I could see a Serenity MMO doing really well. Why do you think that this movie hits such a cultural nerve?
1: I mean uh, I think
0: you... we forgot one part of
1: merchandising there, Al. Okay, going back. On uh merchandising, you know, since uh they don't have all just you know Firefly themed games, other than I know of two. But then you got Firefly themed, oh, yeah. where Yahtzee, because I got a Yahtzee, that the uh, holder for the dice is actually shaped like Serenity, hmm. and the engine parts the cup where you shake the dice, and out it goes. And uh, another two uh, themed uh, games for Firefly I, I've i seen is Clue and Monopoly. Where Clue is, the theme of that is is who... Uh, of the crew of Serenity betrayed river to the Alliance.
0: Hm. Yeah. Neat. And cause it, it doesn't surprise me that, you know, they, and they made a, of course, a firefly monopoly because, you know, of course, every, I don't know, it seems almost every financial property nowadays event nowadays eventually gets, uh, um, you know, eventually, yeah, eventually gets the monopoly treatment. Um but yeah, it's like I said, but next time you come up, then we'll have to have to give that game a try. So um but why okay, so even though the series didn't really last long as far as T V series go, obviously we're still talking about this series. Why do you think Firefly became so popular? It's like you
1: know star trek and star wars even though the series are technically done and over with people have found enjoyment in it that they like it
0: yeah and i think that one of the reasons that um serenity became uh so popular is it had characters that you could love and you could identify with um and, you know it had that blend of action and humor but I think Joss Whedon, I read an interview with him where he said that one of the premises of the show is that nothing will change in the future. Technology will advance, but we'll still have the same political, moral, and ethical problems as today. So I think that's another reason why this this show hits such a nerve, is the fact that we can relate to it, even though it is supposed to take place, far, far, far in the future. I think we've talked to this topic to death for now. So Steve, thank you for helping out with the episode here. And... Well,
1: I, I would have one thing to say for a future spoiler here dealing with uh, Firefly Serenity. If you guys wanted to know more, I would recommend going to the comics because the comics, the first ones that came out, you know, dealt with the time frame between how, when the TV series ended and before the movie began. There's that one comic book that deals with that time frame. And it's like how I already mentioned, they actually do have Shepard Book's backstory explained. And uh, another backstory that they did was on Wash. You know, on how Wash, you know, met up with, you know, Serenity's crew or met up with Mal, how he met up with Zoe, how he married her. And at the very end of that comic book, you find out Zoe is pregnant Hmm. with Wash's kid.
0: Neat. So, yeah, definitely things to check out. And it is nice that for those of us who still love Serenity and still can't get enough of it, we still have those resources we can go to. So, well, there's
1: there's another comic book series that's out that technically would be considered season two of uh, Firefly then hmm
0: Okay, well, thanks again for joining us and letting Steve and I waste uh, about an hour or so of your time. Uh, again, you can find me at PoIGamestudio.com. Uh you can visit uh P- Point of Insanity Game Studio on Facebook. Uh you can download the web sh- the series on uh iTunes or through Podbean.com. Please feel free to subscribe and give positive feedback. You know, we do certainly appreciate it. If you have topics or if you have ideas for topics you'd like to see me cover, go to POIGamestudio.com and you can contact me through the website or you can uh, contact me through the Facebook page. So, I'd just like to thank you guys for joining us. Have a good e- evening or morning or afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are, and happy gaming.
1: Talk to you guys later.